You're listening to Glory 93.9 FM. It's your girl, Marisha, here in your company. Yes, I'm so excited. So, so, so excited. So excited for today's conversation. It's girl talk time, y'all. It is girl talk time. And I know, I know this new time is an, it's an adjustment. But listen, I promise you, today's conversation is going to be a blessing to your life, going to be a blessing to your life. Want to send a special shout out to one Christoph who did that intro for us. Dylan D. Mac McKenzie for our theme song. Thank you so much, sir. We appreciate you. We love you on behalf of the Girl Talk crew. We love you so much. Listen, we're going to dive right in because it's time to dive in. Simply put, we're going to dive right in. So I want to welcome my friend. Yes, this is another one of my girlfriends. I told y'all last week I would be introducing you to my girlfriends. So I want to introduce you to another one of my girlfriends. I'm so excited to have her in studio with, well, not in studio. Oh, my gosh, I got to get used to this. I'm so excited to have her on the show with me because she's not in studio with me. She's not even in the Bahamas. She's not even in the Bahamas, which is the coolest part about all of it, because I still get to talk to her and see her and interact with her. And she's all the way in Canada. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm introducing to some, not to too many. I want to introduce to you another one of my girlfriends, Raquel Pinder. Hey, Kelly. Hi, Marisha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What the picture that is? God, I don't even look like that. Girl, listen, I want you to make sure that your mic is not rubbing. I think it's rubbing your clothing. I can hear a little bit. Maybe you okay. want to pull it up a little bit, pull it closer to you. So. Are we good? We're good there? Yes. Much better. Very good. Okay. Much better, much better. So this is my girlfriend, Raquel. Girl, Raquel, you're looking slimmer. Listen. The last time I saw you. And then you go and get blonde hair. What, what is happening? See, what had happened was the gray would not let me be great, Marisha. The gray has come? I have a whole patch like storm. Yeah, it wouldn't let me be great. So I'm like, you know what? Can't beat them, join them. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, it would probably be very mm-hmm. rude for me to say you have my condolences, eh? That would not be rude. <laughs> that would not be rude. But I would you totally would- understand. But listen, here's, here's the crazy part about all of this, though. I had my first grade. I had my first grade, one, one. Can I just share with you the dramatic moment that I had? I just, I have to share this with you. So I trust me, I'm here for you. I understand. <laughs> I was having totally... breakfast. I was having breakfast with two of my white girlfriends and all of a sudden out of nowhere, 
one of my friends says to me, Marisha, is that a gray hair? Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was out in public. People was around me. And I, I, like, I was having like a panic attack. She did not I do like, that. What? What? What are, you, what are you talking about? No, that's not a gray hair. Like, I literally was freaking out. And it's she's okay. Like, she's like, it's Marisha, okay. it's just gray hair. And I'm like, yeah, no, uh, it's more than it's it's, mm. it's it's more. It is more. Mm. It is not just gray hair. It's more than that. So I promise you, we get into the car. We got my tweezers because I have a car tweezers because you know you have to have a pair of tweezers in the car. Oh so I have a so we went in the car. <laughs> Are you serious? You serious? You you're not letting them take over? Pull out the longest gray hair. I I mean, this gray hair was so long. Talk about rooted and grounded. Like it was long. Mm. It was long. So anyway, I won gray game to stay. My first gray hair. Thirty three brought me gray hairs. One gray hair, and I, I was just like, but I promise you, we won't ever know if I have gray hair, because of what? course, you know, the next time I went to the salon, got oh a boy, dealt with post haste. What are we doing? What are we doing? Post out all naked in these streets without a color on these strands. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. No, no, it's not. No, no, naked ever again, ever again. So <sighs> if even decides to think. That it wants. Yeah, it, mm. it, it, will it will always be clothed in a color, and we honor the Lord. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, these old bodies, I tell you. Listen to me, we honor the Lord. But listen, man, Kelly, I'm so excited to have you on radio today on the show today. Listen, I need you to tell let's us. See, let's see what we come up with. <laughs> I yes. need you to tell us what's going on with you because you like, you got your blog has been like amazing. I read your blog, listen to your um your podcast on a regular. Well, I call it a podcast. Is it is it a podcast officially yet? I... Have you done the, okay. the information oh. that I you? Okay, anyway, we can deal with that all. So I'm gonna call it your podcast because I'm prophetic mm-hmm. and I'm gonna speak it. That's what. So I listened to her podcast. I love mm-hmm. to listen to the sound of her voice. Um, so I listened to her podcast and mm-hmm. I read I read your blogs and I know you, you know, you got you got books and things. So mm-hmm. I don't really know if the people really know what's been going on with you. So tell us, tell us what's been happening with you, where where you're at, what you're doing, what you got going on. Talk to us about about your writing, the things that you've been doing. Okay, well, this all started off as a I just need a moment. Yes. You know, yes. I need a moment. I need to uh, go back to the drawing board. I need to rethink some stuff. Right. And in doing that, I came off of social media for a year. Uh-huh. I would want to tell you, you know, sit here and be deep and say right. that, you know, I was on sabbatical and I was focused on the Lord. And I really won't be able to tell you that, but that's not the truth. <laughs> you wasn't focused on the Lord, Kelly? I was focused on the Lord, but that wasn't what drove you know, the, let me detach. The detachment right. came from, I didn't want to see anybody's, I said yes. I didn't wow. want to see anybody's baby foot. I didn't want to see anybody's um, color coordinated uh, photo shoot. I didn't oh, want to see anybody yeah. boot up. I just didn't, I just, I mean, you are, t- you are talking just, already. 
let's talk truth. Talking. If we could talk and let's talk truth. And that's, and that's where I was. It was, it was just God. Like I did all the things that you, you told me to do. At least that's right. what I thought, you know, right. Right. I mean, I wasn't like super, super, super straight and narrow, but I figured, you know, like I wasn't as bad yeah, as I right? used to be. Right. I was okay. like, oh God, you know, I come a long way and still yet. How, how I get here? How I get here, Lord? So that's how it started off. And so what God did was use that time to bring all of these giftings out of me because some things happened that I was like, I didn't even know I could do that. Okay. All right now. And so um, I always wanted to blog. Right. And so I said, why not start the blog? And next thing I knew, I built the site myself. I had a year's worth of content. Um, yeah, I built the site all on my own. I built, I, I had a year's worth of content. And uh-huh. um, before I released it, I had like a couple of people, you know, you need your girlfriends, like you say, yeah, that definitely. would read it and say, you know, I just had a, a few test pieces and I said, you know, I want you to, to tell me if it's relatable and all of that good stuff. And what one of them said to me was, why did I read this entire thing in your voice? And when she said that, she said, um, so I said, well, what about the people that don't know me, that don't know how I would say something? And that's really how the whole recording came about. Ah. And so I just had it on, on, on the website. And then you came along and you said, no, girl, come, come, come up higher. And so now, Marisha, I'm like on all podcasting stations. Thank you. Yeah. So shout out to Marisha. You was Thank like, no, you. come up, come up higher, girl. Come up higher. If you could do it, do it. There, it was. It was something that I used to say back in the earlier days of glory, that there is an audience that is out there awaiting you to walk in the God-given purpose mm-hmm. that has mm-hmm. been placed on your life. That there are specific people that God has set out to be your audience. Exactly. And so, so there was the blog. There is the podcast. And then next thing I know, one person called me. She know who she is. I can pick up later, and mm-hmm. she said, "Who built your website?" So I said, I did. But she said, well, come bell nine. What? Next thing I know, I had a business. Stop it. Okay, then. So, oh, so you're websites now. I built websites. I don't know. I don't know how it happened, Marisha, but this is what happens when you come away from the noise. All of your giftings and your talents are being able, are, are pulled out of you. And so oh. then next thing I knew, somebody came along and said, girl, you're such a good writer. Come edit this book for me. What? Wow. So now I'm editing books, <laughs> right? Wow. Okay, all right, okay, God. And so, um, amazing. Everybody, everybody knows that I love coffee. I said, if anything should ever happen to me, just put coffee in my IV. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. Next week, with the end of with the launch of season three for Tea Time Tuesday, it yeah. will be sponsored by my brand of coffee, Bulala Coffee for the love of coffee. So I'll have my own brand of of coffee beans, and so that that'll be launched next week thereabout. So yeah, Marisha, that's what's going on with me. Yeah, and let me just tell you, I did all this with no money. I want y'all to think I have no money. Let me just let me just put that out there that all of this was done with zero dollars. How was it paid for? I cannot tell you, but there must be a God somewhere. Just let me put that out there that I stepped out on faith, and this is what faith. Produced. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can't tell you all the background of the story because when I tell the testimony, you know, but that's just a snippet. Yeah. It that's a, wow. Yeah, that's a snippet of how 
God worked it out. I'm just so happy for you, Raquel. I'm so happy. So happy for what it is that the Lord is is manifesting in your life. And I'm so excited for you because I know that this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. I hope so. I really do. There is so much more that he wants to do in and through your life. Mm-hmm. But we could talk about all that stuff off air because we on air and people listening to us talk. And we should probably pay attention to what they have to say. <laughs> in case yeah, they have anything. What they say. I mean, we need to we need to make sure that we on topic. Um, yeah. well, um I am producing my own show, so there are some things that I'm supposed to do in order okay. for me to be able to see y'all y'all um just y'all. so you know, I have my tea. <laughs> awesome. And I have a, a really big cup of tea, too. Because <laughs> I is Bahamian. Because I is Bahamian. Mm-hmm. And tea cures everything. Let's see here. Okay, okay. The comments are here now. Great. So, hey, ladies. Hey, Kendira McKinney. Kendira McKinney. Hey, Lucretia. Hey, Dr. Melissa Hall. Kendira oh, Gilbert says it's Lord. open. Heaven season. It's open it heaven is season. indeed. It's open heaven season. Raquel, we celebrate you. We celebrate you. So many times as women, we look at the accomplishments of the other women in our lives. Mm-hmm, and- mm-hmm. So today I say to you as your girlfriend, I celebrate you. I celebrate Thank you so much, man. And I am so excited for what it is that God is doing in your life now. And I'm excited for what's going to come. Mm-hmm. What's- Hey Liz, Josie Harris, thank you so much for tuning in. So let's talk, let's let's dive into our topic for today. Okay. And I think let's do it. Excellent segue because um I, I mentioned it that a lot of times as women, we we don't really know how to be supportive to one another. We are very good at being frenemies, excellent frenemies, excellent. Oh my gosh, we're so like, <laughs> we're so good at that. We're good at smiling in your face and then turning around. Oh man, let's and talk about it. Just like, you know, just, you know, just saying mm-hmm. everything, um, calling you everything with a child of God. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, what made me have this conversation, Raquel, if I tell you the truth, because a friend of mine um, who actually mm-hmm. lives in Jersey today, he asked me, he said, um, why are you doing the show on loyalty? And I told him, I said, honestly, it wasn't something that I had really ever like talked, like thought about, talked about or considered in the past. It was because um, for the first time ever in my in my life, like ever in my life. And I apologize Mm -hmm. before this, who probably may feel slighted by this. But my 33rd birthday was the first time ever that I truly like really, really felt like genuinely publicly celebrated oh wow um it was weird listen to me people have thrown parties for me like surprise mm-hmm. parties and like events, mm-hmm. and they've done things for me but this this year was different okay. and one of the things that um that i recognized about those moments that happened in the past it wasn't that the people weren't intentional it wasn't that what they did wasn't mean- meaningful it right. was the fact that I was in a place to receive it. Wow. Because you know you can be celebrated, but, but you're not in a place to receive it. So it's exactly. like you're in a moment that you don't even recognize. Exactly. So I think that for me, in this particular year of my life, it was something that I needed and something that was very necessary for me in terms mm-hmm. of the 
experiences that um, that I've been um, kind of just, you know, going through in my life lately. But um, I said all that to say in the celebration, in this time of celebration, when I, they literally threw two, threw two surprise parties for me. I couldn't believe it. They wow. surprised me not twice. And this wasn't like. Talk fake. about you I loved. Like for real. It was so crazy. Right. I was genuinely surprised both times. Mm -hmm. Like I was caught off guard didn't expect anything and the number one thing that that um everyone in both of those things if events that happened the number one thing that they said to me was that marisha you're a very loyal person wow well, that's a and, you know i i didn't take it as a compliment before before though raquel really because Here's something that's interesting. Mm -hmm. It's interesting how someone can paint something as a negative thing to you mm -hmm. and you hold on to the negative oh, connotation yeah. that's attached to that all of your life. Mm -hmm. That when people bring it up, it doesn't make you feel good. Oh, wow. Um, so um, there was a point in my life where um i so vividly remember somebody telling me you're so you, you you loyal you're just so loyal you're loyal to a fault people are run over you like a doormat and you just let people do whatever they want to do and you just you don't leave you don't give up you don't end the relationship you just too you're just too loyal so this concept of being loyal was a mm -hmm. negative thing for me it was a negative oh, wow it wasn't a positive thing um it made me feel like I was a people pleaser. It made me feel like I didn't have a personality of my own, that I didn't think for myself, that, okay. that made me feel like my emotions, my thoughts, my perspective, my opinion didn't matter because mm -hmm. I was always so loyal to the relationships in my life, friendship, right. um, significant others, family members, just this sense of loyalty. Mm -hmm. and so I would, I would hear people say, you know, you're loyal, you're loyal, you're loyal. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, it wasn't a positive thing about myself. But here's what's crazy. I've always wanted to change it. What? Why I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, let's get it. Isn't it crazy how like one negative thing can, can turn this positive thing about you into something negative? Right. Like one negative comment can literally like cause you to be like beaten up mm -hmm. on yourself for nothing i've always wow. wanted to change it i've always wanted to say marisha you like you like you just you like you you have this ability to stick to people and when you stick to people you just stick to them mm -hmm. wrong with you. Like, let people go like cut people off <laughs> you know and 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 then other people would feed into that mm -hmm. other people would say the same things to me other people would say, yeah, man, like, stop, stop getting so feelingsy over people and relationships and friendships and stuff like that. And yeah, oh, wow. you know, and so um, eventually I got to this place where, like, I was trying to be the cutoff girl. I was oh, I, I you turn up your savage. I tried. Mm. Only to discover that I really like I really genuinely don't have it in me. Mm. I don't. And when it comes to the people in my life that I do need to sever ties with, it's like, right. It's just like pulling it's teeth. the hardest thing. Wow. It's like pulling teeth because um, 
there's an element of pride in it. You don't want to, you don't want to admit that, 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 that you have to let this relationship go. That it's that you can't maintain it and still maintain mm. what it is that God needs you to maintain. Yeah. God's calling you to mm-hmm. that. This relationship is hindering the, the prideful part of me doesn't want to admit that God is saying this relationship needs to cut off and wow. can't stay here for me to do the next thing that I want to do in your life. Um, so that's the prideful part. And I'm mm-hmm. not afraid to admit that there's pride in there. And then, of course, there's that familiarity place. Of course. Place. Like, Stay familiar. Right. Like, I know this space. I know this energy. Mm-hmm. I talk to them, you know. And so, yeah, like, I just, yeah, I, I just, mm, So. Well, Marisha, that's, though. That's how we got to this place. But on the flip side of that, mm-hmm. uh, of, of loyalty is disloyalty. Yes. And so let me just put it out there when it comes to being disloyal. I, you could put my picture right there. Disloyal friend, disloyal coworker, disloyal church wow. member, disloyal family. Wow. Anywhere there can be disloyalty. Put me right there. That's right? me. That's me. But the thing about loyalty, Tell though. Marisha, Tell me about that. Is, this loyalty has more to do with where you are as a person as opposed to the person you're being disloyal to. Yes, absolutely. So it wasn't absolutely. that I absolutely. didn't uh, or I wanted to be disloyal to people. It's that I was in a place where I didn't value it. I didn't see it as something or I didn't even see it as me being disloyal. Because loyalty also comes with maturity. Wow. Because here's the thing. We're loyal to things we don't even know. Like, I swore by Starbucks. You can't get me to drink. No, what? what? Anything else is garbage. Certain foods you can't get me not to eat. And I am loyal to things that, I, you know, that I'm not even attached to. But then there are people in your life that you're like, I see them every day. I know their struggle. I know what they're going through. And those are the people and the things we decide to be disloyal to. That's crazy. Especially if something happens between you and them. Exactly. So, that be, I, you know, that's it. Listen, that listen. Listen. Listen to me. So the thing of the thing about uh, one one relationship that showed me how loyalty or disloyalty can be misconstrued was I had this really 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 good friend. I mean, we was tight, right? Mm-hmm. And it was at a time in my life where everything was just going wrong. I had just caught a fire. Um, I woke up one day, couldn't move, like literally could not move. Specialist after specialist, nobody can find wow. a way wrong with me. So this is a point, you know, where I would pull up to work and had to call my good supervisor, Shakara, of the building and say, look, yeah, I can't get with the car, I need help. Like this is where I was at in my life. She and I were supposed to go out for her birthday, right? And um, that was back in the days when I used to dabble in makeup a little bit. And she wanted me to do her face to go out for her birthday. Now I was leaving work. Well, my supervisor sent me home really. And she said, do not pass, go, do not collect 200. You go straight to the doctor. Because I was physically, you could physically see that something was wrong. 
So on my way to the doctor, I called said friend. I said, listen, I'm on my way to the doctor because things look a little, you know? Yeah. So this yeah. was before the smartphone. So this was in, you know, like you had no game to play. You had no Facebook to go on. So no, no, this right? was and 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 things. This was flip phone days and things, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh -huh. I, put, I put my phone in my bag because I'm in the doctor's office, and of course, all kinds of things is going through my mind. So in this visit, the doctor is saying to me, "Listen, sweet girl, you like two points away from needing a blood transfusion." And I am bargaining with this doctor, please don't admit me to the hospital. Like I did not want to go to the hospital. So this is what I'm dealing with. So I get out of this doctor's visit, get to the car, listen to her voicemail, which isn't, hey, is everything okay? It's like message after message after message, girl, where are you? And almost like you're upset with me that I'm not there for you. And while I may not have gone into great detail of why I was missing, like if I say I'm going to the doctor, I think that's enough pause to say she's not intentionally missing my birthday. So fast forward two years later, because needless to say, after that day, we never spoke again because I was not calling after right. that. I, I did not let my light shine at all in that situation because I was like, girl, you've got to be outside your mind. Two years later, I had a come to Jesus moment and he said, nope, you call and you apologize. <laughs> <sighs> so I apologize. And she says, you don't even know what you're apologizing for. And I'm like, what? See, now wait, this two years later, it doesn't even matter. The fact that I know that I had something wrong, you know, like I played a part in whatever went down. This is right. why I'm apologizing. Right. So she goes on to say how oh, you missed all these important milestones in my life. And it was almost as though she was saying that I was jealous of her. And I'm sitting there like, girl, you wasn't there when the doctor was cleaning the burns on my back. Like, girl, you was there for like these moments. How could you say, like, I had a lot going on. But as far as she was concerned, I was the disloyal friend. And it wasn't, again, so I go back to my first point, disloyalty to some people has more to do with the individual than why the individual is being disloyal to you. Listen to me. Um, I, in, in, in my typical scrolling on social media, you come across, you know, a lot of stuff like everybody does. Mm -hmm. so one of the things that I came across and I decided to save it in particular for this show. Um, mm -hmm. Perfect, perfect segue from what you just said. Mm -hmm. Quote says, some people aren't loyal to you. They are loyal to their need of you. My, my God. Once their need changes. Come so on now. Loyalty. Come on. You preach it a whole servant. Now, here's what. Here's the thing about me. Raquel knows this about me. And most people who are like close enough to me, they know this about me. I don't like to demonize people. I don't right. like that. I don't right. like this concept of you having haters and. Mm. Uh, saying that you know this person wicked and that person is evil because I right. don't believe in that. I believe people let the devil use them. That's what I believe. Point I blank. Believe people let the devil use them. Point blank. Period. Y'all right. might say I'm super deep. I'm super spiritual. Y'all may say there are evil people out there and it's not the devil all the time. That's that's fine. If that's how you live your life, then cool. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I don't take up issue with people. I take up issue with the enemy. That's a good outlook. I got one enemy. That That's enemy, a good outlook. I already know that I have victory over him already. Mm -hmm. I already know that I got angels that outnumber his demons two to one. Mm 
Right. So my 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 approach and my perspective is I go into God on you, whoever you are. What? I'm just going to go. Listen, go don't tell God on people. Don't tell God on people. When I go to God, Marisha, no, you just wage war. You just wage war on someone. No, but you see, here's the thing. I it's better for me to go to God on you than to allow mm-hmm. something um, irresponsible to come out of my mouth concerning you, and oh, then it manifests good. because there's that's life good. and death in the palm of my tongue. That's good. Yeah. So I go to God on you. I go to God mm-hmm. on you. I need to do a better job of going to God and addressing the person because that's a part, that's a part of being loyal to an individual. A part of being loyal to an individual is telling them the hard things, the tough things, like this thing that you did, this hurt me, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, this was a responsible thing to say Mm -hmm. to me in that moment. This was not what I was looking from you for, from you at time. This is what I needed in that moment. Um, so that's that's what loyal people do. They're responsible with what comes out of their mouth to the individuals that they're loyal to. And um, I think for me, um, to relate to your story, Raquel, I've had many instances where people would have come at me with, oh, I see you did this and I see you did that. Mm. But you never do this for me and you oh, never wow. do this for me. And, 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 or instances where... I may go above and beyond for someone else, but I don't do that for another person. Mm-hmm. And there are times when I have to ask myself the question, like, why, why do I do what I do? Mm. And Welcome back to the why. <laughs> That's important. Why, um, why is it that I do for, for some and I don't do for others? Mm. And... Why do I take this approach to certain individuals and then why don't I take it to the next set of individuals? And one day I decided to have a conversation with God about it. Mm-hmm. I said to God, I said, God, I believe that I do what's in my heart. Right. And I've done my endeavor best to make you Lord over my life. Mm-hmm. So if I say my heart is yours and I, I, I can't deny it. There are days when some of the things that go on in my heart ain't quite safe. But I would like to believe nope. that when I start to be intentional that it is the Holy spirit working on the inside of me. And so, you know, I said to God, I said, there are times when I'm led to do things for people and then I'm not led to do things concerning other people. And I can't really explain why mm-hmm. I was literally having this conversation with God. Mm-hmm. And you know what the Holy spirit said to me, Holy spirit said to me, he said, do you know that you are saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy ghost and you can hear me? you know that and I was like yeah right right I can hear you yeah Mm -hmm. so he's like so if something is being done through you because let's not pretend like you do all of these things of own of your own effort because you're not that's what I said I appreciate yeah appreciate your honesty (laughs) I appreciate that (laughs) Um, so if you're doing this is because I've directed you to do it so anyone who Mm -hmm. questions your actions is questioning me I said holy ghost Oh, wow. And then that's when I became okay with the decisions that I made that are led by the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a disclaimer if you were to put asterisk. Decisions <laughs> are led by the Spirit of God. But that's another conversation for another day. This, mm-hmm. this concept of people 
being loyal to you because you provide something that they need. And the moment that you can no longer provide that thing, then they no longer um, have an intentional, um, I guess you could say, devotion of loyalty to you. Mm-hmm. That is what I see personally, if you ask me, ripping apart families, ripping yes. apart marriages, um, even churches, organizations, friendships, this this concept of, I am loyal to you because you provide a service to me. We, we are very superficial, it seems, mm-hmm. women. Um, we're friends with this girl because, let's talk to she you. Got, she got to hook up. Do my hair good. Right, she got to hook up. Mm-hmm. My hair good. Mm-hmm. And please let me pay her later. Uh, but you need one of them, though. You need, yeah. <laughs> you need one of them. <laughs> she's, yeah, later. She's, mm-hmm. she, you know, she, she, she does a really good job of doing hair, and she's let me pay her later. So I need mm-hmm. her. And but what mm-hmm. do, what do you, what do you have to offer this individual who is so loyal to you? Who is like, yeah, man, come sit in the chair. Let me just take care of you, and you know, you could pay me whenever. What do, what do you have to offer that person? I have been told the majority of my life that there are relationships in your life that you are supposed to pour into and you mm-hmm. don't expect anything back from that, from that relationship. And there was a point in time in my life mm. where that was okay, Raquel, but I've come to the place in my life where that's not okay. Mm. It may be okay for some of y'all out there. Listen, mm. in your life. A, A, A. <laughs> <laughs> Live your life. But the relationships that I make significant investments in, Mm-hmm. It's not okay that I don't get a return on my investment. Well, so, you know, I demand a return on my investment. I get that, right? But here's here's another thing I discovered just even thinking about this topic that you can't be loyal to someone if you're not first loyal to yourself. Oh Jesus. Right? right. And I remember one time my sister was calling me and I, I didn't answer the phone. I probably was having one of those moments, right? Right. So I finally answered her and she goes, suppose it was an emergency. So I was like, girl, if I'm your emergency contact, rethink your life. And she thought that I was being mean. And I said to her, let me explain. Hey, you're sure I always answer the phone. That's the first thing. So don't call my number expecting me to answer and you're in a bind. Yes. Oh my gosh. Right? So you would always show sure to like answer the phone because if I have it one of those days or at that during that time, if my body was in pain, like I'm not answering the phone, like I can't move. Right. Yeah, so if I'm your emergency contact, on top of that, you have a husband, you have big children. My God. Ain't no gas never was in my car. So I can't come on that late for you. Like, listen. <laughs> Rethink your life if I am your emergency contact. But at least you're honest. And so some people can't handle that. And so that's why I said you can't be loyal to people if you can't first be loyal. I couldn't help myself. How do I help you, sister? And I love you. But if I am your emergency contact, rethink your life. I just thought that that was the meanest thing ever. But I said, no, I'm being honest. Like, I'm the person to call if you in the bind. Wow. Like I am not the person to call if I know, like, no, just know, like I wasn't there yet. So 
Right. I couldn't even, even if you needed somebody to pray for you, I was just not the person to call. Like, bro, I had negotiations with God for myself. Because right now, like, God, what, like, what I do to you? What have I done to you, Lord? So, mom, I can't pray for you. I don't have no, I don't have no money to lend you. I can't come for you. None of that. None of that. I can't help you. So, again. The God for herself, y'all. She got a time, y'all. Listen, and so I'm just saying. So sometimes, if, if people can't, we, we're we're counting on somebody to be loyal. And if somebody were to say in a moment like that, listen, I can't help you. You think they're being mean, but listen, that's where I'm at. I can't help you. That's what's crazy, though. Imagine if you had lied. Ah, imagine. Imagine if you had lied, and then your sister turned around and picked up the phone to call you. Mm-hmm. And you didn't answer, and mm-hmm. then she would be catching feelings and saying, "You say you was gonna be there, and you went answer your phone." Now she mad for a different reason. Ah, uh, no, rethink, rethink. Yeah. So even so, with that said, so some of these people that we are loyal to, just just look at their fruit, man. Really, mm-hmm. you want to put your loyalty in that tree? I know uh, that. Don't don't bother with that. Don't bother with that. Look at the fruit. Like, you're going to look at my life at that moment and see this right here. This is on shaky ground. Don't bother with that. We have, we have this tendency to keep, to keep those relationships, though. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't throw them away. Yeah, you know. But don't, don't, put your, don't put your trust in that one. Too tough. Mm-mm. I don't know what it is um, about us as women. I know that we are nurturers, you know, by by the nature of our makeup, but it's just something about like the it's like we have this innate desire to be a savior. Yeah. We we want to save people. And in particular, in, in particular, um in, you know that X? Oh, Marisha, Marisha, don't open that can of worms, please. I don't because we don't have to that. talk about our relationships. So let's, 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 talk about, let's talk about um homeboy before we get to our family. We talk about our girlfriends. Let's talk about homeboy. Right. Homeboy, you know, who, when y'all were dating, you know, you wasn't supposed to be dating him in the first place. Right, right, right. No more, but you know, your heart, man, your heart just. Just attached. Oh, uh, you know, he's really a nice person, you know. He's really a nice person. Mm-hmm. Just sometimes. This is do some bad things, right? Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Or for the woman who is in a relationship right now, and is putting up with some stuff that she should not be putting up with, right? Because of her loyalty to this individual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to sidetrack a little bit here because um, a part of the conversation that I had with a friend of mine today before I came on air. Mm-hmm. Um, asked me where does your loyalty come from and i told him that 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 for me loyalty comes from love yes love and appreciation right i agree with love appreciation because for the relationships in my life the individuals who i am loyal to i'm loyal to Mm -hmm. them because i love them Mm -hmm. for the things or the other people or the circumstances or environments that have my loyalty is because i have an appreciation for what that environment that person that service provides for me, right? So, like, I have a nail tech. I've had the same nail tech since the tenth grade. If oh, she wow. my nails, I walk around with my nails broken. Wow. I've been 
I have had to have my nail repaired by one other nail tech in my entire life. And that just wow. happened to be a weekend. I had somewhere to sing. I had to put my hand on a microphone and my ah. point of finger was missing. Oh, and no, I met this girl on Facebook and I was like, hey, I need a nail tech to fix this one nail for me. And she fixed that one nail for me. And that was the first time I ever drift. Ever. Wow. Wow. So I need you to know, like, my hairstylist, like, every time I have had a hairstylist, she, like, that person was my hairstylist. Like, that's the person that I go to. So when it was my right. aunt, for years, I went to my aunt. When mm-hmm. I switched to another hairstylist and then that lady passed away, she was my hairstylist. And now my hairstylist, now she's telling me she's going away this weekend. She can't wash my hair. I'm going to go wash my hair myself. Wow. Because wow. you're loyal. Because I'm loyal. I'm right. loyal. And right. there's a level of appreciation I have for the services that are rendered. Right. But the people right. in my life that I'm loyal to, I'm loyal to them because of my love for them. Mm-hmm. Love. Mm-hmm. My love. I love you, so I'm loyal to you. Right. I think that for many of us, the source of our loyalty is perverted. I can say this. And so as a result of the... The root of our loyalty being poisoned, the fruit of it is also poison. Mm. You cannot poison at the root and don't expect poison to come out in the fruit. What? Man, that's like, good. Like you, you should expect that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that friendship or that relationship that was founded, <laughs> that was founded upon the friendship that was founded upon your dislike, your both of your dislike for another person. You can't expect that to be genuine loyalty when your mm. friendship was founded upon dislike of of two people. Mm-mm. Really? Who you does that? Friends, we friends because we both dislike the same person. So that's where our loyalty comes from. And then for that relationship that started because. He was talking to him when he was talking to her. And then, you know. What happened was. Right, right, right. Now, y'all together. But you wasn't cheating. That wasn't adultery. Just just made that clear. You wasn't wasn't the side chick. You was the friend. You mean the friend friend that he talked to about the other person? That's right. That's right. Two girls, right. Operation at Betty Man. A messy. To an end and you just like, wow, I can't believe Look, look, at, look, look at God. That's what you said. Look at God. What? Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. poison at the root. Mm. And you're expecting true, genuine loyalty? Well, uh. the, the thing that brought us to a place of agreement was someone else's pain? Oh. No. Oh. Well, no. my God. No, no. That right there is a recipe for disaster. Good one, too. Not what God has for you. Yeah, it's a good recipe for disaster. Not what he expects for you. And for those of us who are not believers, um, and y'all like to have, unbelievers, they like to have conversations about karma. Well, you know, believers (laughs) say, as a man sows, that shall he also reap. That's what the words say. That's mm-hmm. what the words say. Mm-hmm. Um, I am grateful that, that because of the grace of God in my life and 
I only could say it's because of the grace and mercy of God that there are some things that I have not read. I have not read, and it's because of the grace of God. I sure I have two books on that. Yeah. Grace yeah. of God covered me so that his name would not be put to shame because I know mm-hmm. he for me. It's for the sake wow. of his name. Wow. It's for the it's sake true. of his It's the truth. It's for the sake of the, of his anointing that he has on my life that, that those parts of my life have not been exposed. So mm-hmm. I always wonder, I always wonder if we really believe that there is going to be success and why we are so surprised when these type of friendships and these type of relationships come to an end. And they usually come to a very loud end. Uh, you know... <sighs> Sometimes, even if it, even if it wasn't none of those scenarios, right? Right. But you're right. just in something that you shouldn't be in. Ah. It still comes to a very loud end, and a very as it comes to those ends where you like. It's messy. It's just God, messy. like, um, man, I'm sorry, man, like. <laughs> But you couldn't just like, like you are the God that you're able to change the hearts of men. Like I read about you doing this. You couldn't just change his heart a little bit and make this, like all of us done prayed that prayer. Change him, Lord. Fix him, Lord. But, but no. Can you fix so him? I, but I have a philosophy though. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not friends with exes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we don't, we, we're not, we're not going to have coffee I'm not gonna call you and That's see how you're doing. And no, we're not doing that because I just always feel like that is a a flame that you you just blow on it a little bit. <laughs> and yeah, so I don't put myself in situations like that simply because I need to give that other person a fair chance. No, see, because even if you say you're just friends and oh, we just talking and oh, Come next on. thing you know, hey, I, I buy Starbucks. And then next thing you know, hey, I got to drive out by the airport. You want something I say in? What you driving and by the airport? I go in to pick up a box from the plane and I need some company. And so these are things when it's happened. And so next thing, like, no, man. So we can't be friends. I don't, I don't oh need to know God. what's going on in your life. You don't need to know what's going on in my life. And, and it's so no. That's where we're loyal to a fault. That's where we're loyal to a fault. That place where that connection should be broken. That soul tie mm-hmm. needs to be disconnected. Mm-hmm. That relationship needed to come to an end. Mm-hmm. And we have a tendency to place devotion into those toxic situations. Right. Oh, gosh. That's where, that's where we place our... Um, our emotions we are intentional you know okay so mm-hmm. if if he is like need this like around that time then what i could do is like i could message him like a half an hour before and just see if he need it nope nope and then he could say yeah and then well no i gotta ask him if he need it what i can do is i can say hey I could just happen to be picking up the thing that I know he's going to need half an hour before he needed. Not doing it. So intentional. So mm-hmm. intentional. You mean accidentally, so, accidentally so, so on purpose? Yeah, accidentally on and purpose. We, 
We don't place place our intentionality in the relationships that matter. Oh wow. Do we even know what relationships matter? Do we even know let's talk about if, it? If we, we were to take if we were to take an analysis of the relationships in our lives right now, can we say confidently these are the people that are loyal to me right now? Who wow. I am in turn loyal to. Mm. For many of us, we can't. Ooh, can't. For some of us, we could probably we could think about one or two people, but what I've what I've discovered, Raquel, is that most times the person that we are most loyal to is, is not the person that's loyal to us. Say it, say it a little louder for me. Not yeah. the person at the back for me. <laughs> yes, this is the truth. The it's person, the truth. A person who whose back we hold in? Yeah. yeah. They do not but, have our back. But the thing about that though, Marisha, is that. I think we do that simply because we try to love people into changing their mind about us. When all along they've shown us exactly where we fall in their life, where we fall. We love people. Yeah, we try to love people into loving us or we try to love them into staying. Or we try to love them into changing their mind about, you know, where we fall and the scope of their life. And we feel if I love you enough, if I yeah. if I do some more, if I if I sacrifice a little bit more, then you have to stay. Which is why at the end of most relationships, you come to this place of why wasn't I enough? Or what didn't I do? Or what could I have done more of? And the thing is, you, you couldn't. You couldn't. Because you cannot make somebody do something that they are not first willing to do. So if I don't want to be loyal to you, I'm not going to be loyal to you. If I don't want, if I'm not interested in you, and I'm only here because you continuously feed a need that I have, then that's all you're going to ever be. And And I find that sometimes if you remove yourself from a situation and they don't pursue, then you have your answer. Mm. Like they don't even miss you. Like, ah, oh, you look at your phone like this, this, this joke ain't called me in three weeks. Like, what? Going dry. <laughs> like you, like, hey, minutes up. Hey, what's what's going on? What? Oh, like, what's that? What's going on? Right? That's and crazy. so, and so, that's what that's we do crazy. with women. You know, like, oh, if I cook on Sunday. And oh, if I offer to wash the clothes, and oh, if I go clean the house, and oh, and so you've given all these benefits. We women wife things when we ain't even girlfriends. Yeah, so you you give it all these benefits, and do just like yeah, I mean like you can take it. And so, meanwhile, you are being loyal to somebody who is not loyal to you, which is which is a very hurtful position mm-hmm. to be in. That's a very hurtful position. And so I just feel like at what point though, so it comes back to my point number two, you cannot be loyal to somebody else if you are not first loyal to yourself. So I have another philosophy that I don't require what I'm not willing to give. So I can't expect Marisha 
to always be there if I'm not willing to do the same thing for her, even if it's never required of me, you know. But, but just for the mere fact that in my mind, should Marisha need me one day, I already know that I will drop everything to be there for her. And if I'm not willing to do that, then I should not require as much from Marisha. That's really good. That's really good. I think the difficult part about that is we've been told mm -hmm. that it's okay to have people that don't reciprocate in our lives. Something that I heard somebody say recently that our posture, the way we carry ourselves, um, what we allow in our lives, it teaches people how to treat us mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what to say to us. Right. Um, how to treat us. So um, if if I feel a certain way about myself, if I feel like I'm not worth the reciprocation, if mm -hmm. I'm the effort, I'm not worth the time, I'm not lovable, I actually emit that to the people around me. Oh, wow. So if I feel like an outcast, mm -hmm. I will posture myself around other people as if I am an outcast. So That's if I'm posturing myself in a way where this person that I'm loyal to doesn't owe me and I don't get it. Oh, wow. I don't get loyalty in return. In fact, I don't get it, in return, especially if I don't expect it. Mm -hmm. And especially if I don't convey my expectations because you can't just sit there expecting, expecting, expecting. Right. And not really communicate your expectation. It's, it's not just a principle of our faith walk with God. It's a principle for our relationships and how we relate to other people as well. Mm -hmm. You have a conversation about what it is that you expect from the relationship. Mm -hmm. And then you live in the place of expectation. So let me tell you that, about that. That's not just... Listen, expectation. I know, I know we have this thing. I read a quote that said it is Yeah, to have a better life. <laughs> Say again. Hello. Marisha, are you there? Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so this thing about expectation, I read something that said um, to have a better life, you'd sometimes need to adjust your expectation. And so I, I thought about that and I thought, wow, we expect- Can you hear me, Raquel? I'm listening to you, go ahead. Yeah, I can hear you. So we have this thing that we expect people to do things. We expect people to show up. We expect people to give of themselves. But when that doesn't happen, then we feel like we're slighted. So if you adjust your expectation, then maybe you won't be as disappointed if the thing that you're expecting doesn't happen. Oh.
Hello. I can hear you now. Okay. Mm -hmm. What were you saying? So I was saying about expectations. The thing about expectation is if we adjust our expectation, then when people don't do the things that we were expecting, we won't be as disappointed. Because if I'm expecting you to always show up, if I'm expecting you to, to be there for me, and then one day you're not, I won't be as disappointed if my expectation, no, that's it. Lower your expectation. Mm -hmm. We need to lower our expectations and then we would have a better life. Because we expect so much from people. We have these high expectancies and then when people fall short of what we expect, then we're disappointed. Okay, okay. I think that, that that's okay for the individual who I don't have a close personal relationship with. Oh, I'm Marisha. I don't know. I don't know. But for the people that are close to me, if I convey that this is what I expect from you, then you tell me yes or no. Can you meet that expectation? When you tell me that you cannot meet that expectation, then I remove the expectation. I'm not lowering anything for anybody. Either I expect you No, but I here's don't. the thing, don't worry, sure. Sometimes me not being able to meet your expectation has nothing to do with, with me wanting to do it. Maybe I'm not in a position to. But if you're expecting me to, like my friend, like I gave the example of my friend, she was expecting me to show up for her birthday. And it wasn't that I didn't want to show up. I just couldn't. And so, and even, I understand that, right? And so, but everybody doesn't understand that because then she and I would be friends today if she understood that. So, yeah. some for some people, you got you got to lower the expectation, man. You got you got to hold me to this high standard. Like, no, I'm fallible. I I definitely would say you have to know you. I know I don't have I don't have brain space for whose expectations are high uh -huh. and whose expectations are low and whose expectations are middle and in between. I got well, that kind of brain space. Am I, I a whole you. lot of other things in my mind? <laughs> you might not, but the people in your life are probably expecting it from you, though. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it's not so much you, but it's then what people expect. Like, everybody expects that on Sunday, Marisha, you could be on time. They expect that on Sunday, Marisha could be on time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. they, they come to expect it. But it, and that one time that you're not on time is a problem. Correct. Correct. So and they're that, not they're not leaving room. And you get over it. Here's my thing though. Here's my thing. I think your situation is the perfect um is the perfect example of how we have to be more gracious with one another because mm -hmm. Um, there are some relationships where, and we said this before, some relationships where our loyalty to that person is, is, a, is a loyalty to a fault because they continue to make the same mistake over and over and over again and they hurt us. Mm -hmm. And we still accept their actions and still maintain the relationship. Whereas there are people that are actually loyal to us. They make one mistake like the one that you did where like something more important came up and you had to mm -hmm. do what you had to do. Mm -hmm. And then we turn around and cut that person off. I mean, off, off with your head. Because, <laughs> because they did that one thing, because they did that one thing. We cut that person off because they did that one thing. And then like, you know, we lost what could have been a great relationship because mm -hmm. we didn't have grace. Because mm -hmm. 
we weren't willing to be understanding. And I think that that's the part about being loyal that we miss. We miss the need for understanding. We miss the need for forgiveness and patience. Woo child. Forgiveness and patience. Do you know that we will we could never find someone as loyal to us as God, as our God. Right. The triumph. Right. The ultimate expression of loyalty, the ultimate um father, the ultimate comforter, the ultimate savior, redeemer, brother, friend, however you want to describe it. He's the perfect, the perfect example of what it means to be loyal. Mm-hmm. To a fault because we do some stupid stuff. <sighs> he still turns around and says, I love you, daughter. I love you. I love you okay. with an everlasting. My love is undying. It's unending. You cannot do anything. And you can't even outsend my love. What? No, that's good. So he he loves us unconditionally and mm-hmm. his loyalty to to having us come to a place to be with him eventually is is one that's relentless, right? And we are told to to duplicate, to replicate mm-hmm. this posture when it comes to the people that are in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes ask myself, Raquel, do I always turn the other cheek? I can't punch back. Eh? So then, Marisha, that means that loyalty requires truthfulness and, authentic- and, and authenticness. Because can, can you imagine the kind of suffering, if God was in human form, mm-hmm. can you imagine the suffering he would be experiencing as a result of our selfishness and our faithlessness? Mm-hmm. Just imagine the kind of suffering that he would experience. And then um, he says, okay, now I want you to replicate that in your relationships. This is always the question that I ask myself, and I don't know where it's coming from. I can't say like the source of it because I haven't worked through the feelings and the emotions and the thoughts yet. Mm-hmm. I often come to this place where I, I struggle with, okay, so God, am I really supposed to like let that person like go and like not ever speak to them ever again in life? I'll hail you if I see you, right? Like, hey, how are you? And keep it moving. But but what I do is you don't totally cut people off. What you do is you limit access. Is that godly, though? This is just me asking. This is me thinking through it. Um, I, And I hear you. And I hear you. So what you're saying is. Is it godly? Uh, if we are supposed to be like Jesus in the earth, is that godly? Yeah, but you think Jesus, like, because listen, you, you, our, Jesus. Our protection, our protection, this whole concept of protecting ourselves so, so this person can't hurt us again, it's really coming from a self, a place of self-preservation. Right. Right? We are not the ones who preserve ourselves anyway. So. And I and I hear you. But I'm sorry. Me no, just thinking out loud. So I'm I hear not, you. Not so my defensive posture, just me thinking out loud. So then the question becomes, if I know that as a person, you don't have my best interest at heart, should I really continue to give you ammunition to hurt me? Because you don't, 
Yeah, like I I get that the Judas right he was right there. He was privy to everything. I get that, right? But, yeah, but that was boy. My Holy Ghost, he usually is convinced. I'm just saying. And I hear you, but my Holy Ghost would have to, he would have to convict I'm, me on that one. I, I just limit access. Like I'm not mad at you. You know, like I don't hate you. I don't wish that a big dumb truck roll over you. None of that. But we just we just ain't there no more. Listen, listen to me. This passage of scripture always gets me. There's a passage of scripture where um <laughs> Jesus is talking to the disciples, right? Mm-hmm. He's telling them of what's going to come. Right. And Peter's response is no, Jesus. You can't do that. Paraphrasing. Mm. Right, right, right. And Jesus says to him, this Peter now. Right. Get thee behind me, Satan. Wait, mm. hold on, push, push breaks. Mm-hmm. Because just like about three, four, maybe, I think maybe six, seven verses the most oh. down. Mm-hmm. Jesus turns around and says to Peter, this rock. He asked the question, who do men say that, say that I am? Mm. Peter says, you are Christ, the son of God. And then he says to Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. My God. Not prevailed against it. So, so this just, let's just, let's, let's take the churchiness out of that passage of scripture. Right. And let's just look at the relationship between Jesus and Peter. Right. Jesus releases something prophetically in that moment to his boy. Right. He uh-huh. says, this is what's going to come. So he's telling his boy, listen, this would, this would come in. And I know, you know, it can be a little rough for you to understand. But like this, this is what's about to come. Mm-hmm. And in response, his boy says to him, no, babe, no, no. no. I got you letting the, de- the devil use you. Right, right. In response to him telling you know, Jesus, no, because you can't go nowhere because you use my boy where you go in. In response to that, mm-hmm. Jesus rebuke him. Jesus rebuke him and say, no, you're letting the devil use you. Right, right. And then in the same conversation, asks his boys to identify what people are saying about him, what's trending, what people tweeting, what's the right. hashtag turning Jesus. right. And he turns around and tells Jesus what, what what's hashtagging, what people are saying, what, what mm-hmm. they have to say, what's concerning him, and turns around and says, it's upon this revelation, the thing that you just released upon your mouth, that's what the church is going to be established. Right. Upon. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So if we're talking about this relationship between Jesus and Peter, you mean to tell me that it's not possible for that to be moments in your life where the people closest to you let the devil use them for just a moment, but you you still can't turn around and love them? Uh, Marisha, we do that all the time. How much time so much? No. Right? So, so, uh, what so the loyalty. how many times? How many times, though, am I going? Seven. I must let you cheat on me 70 times. Boy, if you don't get it. No, no, no. It's a no. It's a no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not it's a no. No. Because oh, I was about to say. <laughs> but the the little petty things, Raquel. Yeah, but if you mature, Marisha, some things you could overlook. 
right? And some things you could be like, right, so where do we draw that line? Because I'm trying to find a solution to the to the you've heard me say this um quite a few times. I can't stand the cutoff generation. I hate them. Yeah, I cancel just cancel culture. I hate it. Yeah, yeah. I hate it because if I yeah. cancel, my feelings will be hurt. There what? is no loyalty. Like no, like you have no loyalty. You have none whatsoever. The moment something buck up, that's it. Oh no, I don't know. Oh, just the other day, I I saw somebody post on social media that a certain place they had bad service one day. There there was bad mm -hmm. service from a waitress. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden the entire establishment has poor customer service. You're never ever going back there ever again because you encountered one one waitress. Your experience didn't talk about okay after you had the issue with the waitress, then you went to the manager or you spoke to another it. establishment and tried to resolve it. No, you you took up an attitude after what went down went down, and then all of a sudden now you want you and on your five thousand friends on Facebook to boycott mm -hmm. that restaurant. This is what we're doing. Yeah, and so how does that? Bitterness, bitterness, and like just plain nasty. Like, how do you like? So, so Marisha, you never said bad things to people. You never treated. See, uh, Raquel, this is this I is. I get it, and I get it. Is my struggle. My struggle is when you are not the loyal person that you should be. When you are not mm -hmm. the. Mm -hmm. that you you want everybody to to understand what? Of course, you yes. and to forgive you, but yes. you don't want to give that to anybody else. To anybody else, you want you don't want to give that to no one. So you're expecting you're expecting loyalty from people. You're mm -hmm. expecting compassion and empathy, but you don't mm -hmm. want to give that to nobody else. You are what they call a hypocrite, a double-minded man who That's is unstable in all of his ways. And I get that, right? And I and I hear you. So what then do you do, Marisha? Let's 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 use me and you, right? I have an issue with you, right? Mm -hmm. And you come to me and you say, "Okay, Raquel, I I apologize," right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So in 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 essence of turning the other cheek, what if the person that you're turning the other cheek with does not want to? They don't want. They no longer want to be friends with you. So you can't do anything about that. So you could turn the cheek as much as you want to. Yeah. I can't force somebody to be no exactly doesn't want to be loyal. Exactly. So even if you even if you turn the other cheek, right? I just think that sometimes, depending on what the situation is, it will never be the same. It will just never be the same. No matter how you no matter how you try to um repair that friendship, no matter how you try to patch it up. It'll just never be the same. And, and it has nothing to do with, I don't want to forgive you. I don't, I don't want to see you anymore. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Sometimes it just, it, it'll just never be the same simply because of what had happened. Now, for you to say or for that friendship to return to what it once was, that's going to take two mature people, two people on the same page that says, I am going to follow what the scripture says and I'm going to forgive you and I'm not going to allow this to get in the midst of our relationship. Now, only then when the two people agree on that thing, that is going to work. Because if one of us wishy-washy, no. So then, loyalty demands maturity. Mm -hmm. 
forgiveness, trust, mm-hmm. honesty, patience, oh, and intentionality. Yes. 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 All, totally of these things, all of these things require a level of humility. Here's, yes. why. Here's why I say that. Mm-hmm. I say that because the person that is arrogant and prideful cannot consider somebody else other than themselves. Mm-hmm. They're definitely not patient. Definitely not patient. Um, there is no empathy. Um, typically, the, the individual that is puffed up only concerns mm-hmm. themselves has a difficulty creating a balance that incorporates another individual. Cause I don't like to use the word compromise. It's just a, such a dirty word for me. So I like to say balance, balance that incorporates another individual. Oh wow. Some, <laughs> somebody had a, a conversation about that word compromise the other day. And so, yeah, yeah, compromise. We, we say no compromise when it comes to the kingdom of God, but we are to compromise in relationships. That's fine. Yeah. We've been doing a bad job. Let me get some more um some more comments in here. I'm <laughs> Raquel, and, not tell Raquel and I talk because we just just go back and forth. And um, yeah, so let's let's jump in here. <laughs> let's jump in here. Um, Xavier says there should be reciprocation. Xavier, uh-huh. you know you. I agree with that. Xavier also says, "LOL, Raquel is real. I like her." <laughs> um, Renise Hannah says, "LOL, too real." Too real. Candiria McKinney says it is what it is. <laughs> Xavier says, know your friends, make categories for them. Raquel is not for <laughs> it's the truth. I, <laughs> I believe in friendship <laughs> categories and learn to love them. That's so good. That is so mm-hmm. good. Um they, they tell him they telling us to preach. Candiria says, preach. Lucretia says, listen, y'all talking. Y'all talking. Mm-hmm. And um, Raquel Mintz here says, pull back. And they don't chase, but he push. That's not your person. <laughs> <Yeah>. Push out. <laughs> oh, man. Shaquinda Nixon says, loyalty requires respect also. I definitely mm-hmm. agree with that. Yes. It does. It does. And we definitely welcome your comments on this topic. If you have anything you want to share, you can, of course, you know, you can post it there in the comments. I flashed the call line and the text line earlier, just in case you're listening on radio, you want to call in the number to call in is 828-3543 and the text and WhatsApp line is 828-2543. So the call in line, 828-3543, the text line, 828-2543. So yeah, um, I think that for me, Raquel, if I were to expose myself, my difficulty when it comes to loyalty in relationships is people like to tell us what to expect. Yeah. Tell us what to expect. Explain that. Say, tell me, based, tell me upon, based upon their frame of understanding and their perspective as to how relationships should work for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. My only difficulty is that it's your perspective, it's not mine. And I don't think we have a good enough appreciation for the fact that 
God created every single one of us uniquely different. So your perspective is going to be different from mine, even though exactly. we have similar experiences. Mm-hmm. Your perspective is going to be different from mine always because I'm filtering, I'm filtering my perspective through my experiences, through the exactly. things that I've gone through in my life. Right. The way that I've been nurtured has a major impact on how mm-hmm. I view the world. Right. Or, or not nurtured. <laughs> exactly. The mm-hmm. lack of nurture, mm-hmm. um, the the moments in my life where like I literally like I made mistakes, like I stumbled, I mm-hmm. I, I fell, and I had to pick myself back up, or I had somebody help me, oh. or maybe I ain't even really back up yet. I still you know dragging on the ground. All of these things shape the way that we view life, people, situations, and circumstances, mm-hmm. including our actions um, towards others and right. how they are or not reciprocated whatever all of these things shape our experiences and while i can relate to the similar situations that you've been through that i've been through mm-hmm. and we love to tell one another as girlfriends you're not alone know that someone else has gone through the thing that you're going through they've probably mm-hmm. gone through worse than you have so you know be a sister's keeper however you have not lived life through the lens that i have no, lived life absolutely not even if you and i grew up in the same house Experience is not it's very different. It's very different. Mm -hmm. So I say that to say this that I think we ought to be careful how we tell people how to have relationships. But I believe that Mm. we consider how valid their experiences are. Right. Because I think we devalue our our especially we're talking about our girlfriends because it's girl talk. We Mm -hmm. devalue value our girlfriend's experiences because our perspective seems to be in our mind the right thing for mm. their situation and we don't consider that there could be something else that contributed to their thought their approach their feelings right. their emotion and the situation that you don't even know about that you're not even aware of they may not even be aware wow. of it and i wow. i know that we Speak definitively because we like to provide solutions for individuals, especially our girlfriends. So when our girlfriends come and we have an issue and they talk mm. to you about this circumstance, we like to fix it. We like to fix it because remember, right. we saviors. That's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want to save our girlfriends. We want to help them. And, and because in this moment, we are expressing the truest form of loyalty towards them. We tell them, no, girl, no, that's what he do. Cut him off. What? Right away. You still let leave. Why? Like, what? Why right. you put up with that? Why you put up with that? Exactly. exactly. I like you, girl. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then yeah. your girlfriend turn around and end up alone and single just like you and the two of y'all single and miserable together. Just misery like company. Um, misery like company. Okay, then. Yeah. So, I feel like we're not objective enough. Uh... Because Raquel, my situation ain't about you, you know. You're my girl. Don't get me wrong. You're my right. girl. Right. I love you. And I appreciate I appreciate what you're saying. But this ain't about you. Yeah. It's about me. Yeah. This is but that's me. see, because what happens is, Marisha, when you come to me and tell me you're having a, you're having an issue with whatever it is you're having an issue with. I then can only give you feedback based on my limited experience. Uh, really, though? Yeah, that's, that's, that's all I'm giving you feedback on. I mean, okay, let's be honest. 
Maybe you. I, I think I, I think I could put you in this category. You know, there's some there's some girlfriends you call up, they just go and straight Jesus on you, right? Right, and then, right. Right. And so they're gonna give you all of the solutions from the Bible. And right. then there's some girlfriends who who um come who when you go to them, they they're like giving you uh feedback based on life experience. Right. So what I do is whenever somebody you know, comes to talk to me. My first question is, do you just want somewhere to vent or do you want feedback? And if you want feedback, That's do you good. want the truth? Because That's everybody can't handle the truth. No. You see what you tell your sister and you see what you did. Well, <laughs> and I was being so honest. I'm like, mom, listen. <laughs> Don't put me. I can put you in my emergency contact though, but don't put me in yours. Yeah, don't mix it up. Don't mix it up. I single for all my sisters in my emergency contact. (laughs) In in a reciprocation on that emergency contact. No, no, sir. No, like I even. No, John. Don't call me. (laughs) I can't give you no blood. I don't know what my little liver and my kidney look like. I can't help you. I love you. It's true though. It's so important for us to to define what it is that, you know, it goes back to what we talked about, that expectation. We need to define what it is that you want from right. the individual in the moment. Right. Um, I think that it it demands a certain level of clarity that we don't always get in our relationships and for, and for some strange reason, um, we put up walls for whatever and for whatever reason and we establish boundaries or we don't want to let people in. And so um, we can't really um, sometimes get the true understanding of what's going on in that moment. Right. But I like, I like the posture that you, that you take, you ask, okay, who do you want me to be? Do you just want me to be the sounding board, the listening ear? I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know which one that I'm people he was calling me. He was calling me the, the person who's key to Bible or the person. Oh, yeah. Was... You come in, you come in straight. Come, let me pray. Where, the, where my oil? Come here. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I think but I, you'll, give, you'll give a good balance. You'll give a good balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I strive. <laughs> I strive to be that person. Yes, I think. I think you come in straight, Jesus. You ain't beat around the bush. You come in. What would you come in straight? What would Jesus do? What does Jesus require of you? And you need one of those friends in your life. That's yeah. the thing. You need the yeah. person who's going to give you the real. Yes. And you need yes. the person who's going to give you the word. My so, God. yeah, you, you need that because sometimes you, depending on where you are in your life, I uh-huh. think, well, it's, it's just no, no getting around it. The word in your life is important because that's life, Right. However, you also need a person who will slap you and say, girl, stop doing dumbness. What kind of dumbness you doing? You, you doing dumbness. I'm going to do both. Yeah, you, you need that. And so that's why I said I think you would give a good balance. Like, you, you just need somebody who's going to yank you and say, come here. <laughs> you, you just, come, come here. Let me just slap you one time because you're doing dumbness. I really, I really wanted us to, and, I, and this conversation has been so amazing. I really wanted us to dive deeper into this today because, and to really think about it because um, I think we go through life. One of the things that I've noticed since I joined um, Adulthood Nation. <laughs> is, 
<laughs> how we could spend we could spend years from our lives years living our lives lacking intentionality mm. it's so easy to get stuck in a mundane rote routine mm-hmm. of functioning and relating to people with active apathy we look like good um we laughing we cracking jokes we're interacting um but there is no intentionality like wow the thought process behind the words that come out of our mouths the people that we embrace or we don't embrace reject whatever um however you look at it that there is just this how do I say it? Um, almost like a oh lord! You say I's the friend who's who's bring the word. The wind blow wherever listeth. I'm sorry. That's just it's, it's, there. You go. You coming with the word? The wind blows wherever listeth. You know wherever, 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 wherever. This this situation knock you that way, and you go that way. Mm-hmm. Knock you that way, and you you go that way. Um, and most, most importantly in this conversation today, I wanted us to get to a place where we recognize the importance of being intentional in our relationships. That's why we're really having this conversation about loyalty. Mm-hmm. We said the number, one of the number one things that loyalty requires is intentionality. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted us as women today to consider our friendships for real, like for real, for real, like take an analysis. Yeah. Um, I know that the global pandemic has forced some of us to do that because for a lot of us, we discovered who our real friends were um, during this time. You know, I thought that at the beginning of the pandemic too, Marisha. No way. You can't really, during this time, you really can't cut people off just because, you know, because everybody handled this different. None of us have been this way before. Well, most of us. And so you can't really... Like some people just saying dealing well, man. Don't cut them off just yet. I'm not saying cut them off, but I, I, so no, but you can't put them in the category either of you know who your real friends are because that friend might really be struggling. I, I took that that approach to like, oh, you won't check it for me and you won't call it, but no, they could be probably yeah, going through something too. I didn't mean it like that. I, okay. I didn't mean it like that. Um, and I know that a lot of people took that perspective. That's not what I meant. Okay. What I meant was this this time showed us the relationships that mattered. Mm, okay. Who we reached out to. That's what I mean. Mm. So we yeah. were so concerning. Wow. You're right. You're right. You're right. People in the world say drunk man don't tell no tales. Right? Mm. When a situation comes in our life, a situation, a circumstance, a trial, a tribulation, mm-hmm. our reveals who we are oh wow our response to that situation tells us a lot about who we are and if there is a circumstance like a global pandemic that comes Mm -hmm. and because this global pandemic has come I lose intentionality in my relationships that reveals something about me wow Mm. That, that that reveals something about me because yes, Raquel, it is going to hit me hard. Yeah. Yes, for the first nine months of this pandemic, all of us felt like we was losing our minds. Mm-hmm. 
We was just like, whoa, what to expect? What do you do? Whoa, whoa, we got knocked off. We so I wasn't talking about that friend who you didn't hear from. No, I'm talking mm. about the fact that, like, okay, when the eye of the storm came and things was calm a little bit. Right. Right. It who mellowed you, out. Who were you intentional toward? So then that tells me that loyalty requires testing. Ah. Mm. And times when mm. it may feel like you and that person are not like as connected as you used to be. Right. But loyal loyalty allows for there to be change in relationship that doesn't create offense. Mm. I allow you to be you. I, I can see um, that offense is a different topic, Marisha. No, but Raquel, <laughs> I can see that. In this moment, you've picked up, you, you know, you moved to Canada, you, you're doing what you need to do for you. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't take offense to the fact that, like, I, you know, Raquel was my friend. When she was here, I used to talk to her, I used to see her all the time. Now she's going to move to Canada. I don't hear from her. I can't kick up that kind of attitude, not if I say I'm loyal to you. I need to understand where you are right now. Yeah, and, and so that's what I'm saying, though, from the beginning of the show, that sometimes loyalty has nothing to do with the individual who you're being loyal to, it has more to do with the with the individual that is happening to. Yes. So it's not that I don't want to be loyal to you. I just have something different going on in my life right now that I just need a little bit of grace to get it together. And then I'm going to come back to you. But they don't allow, they just think, oh, you get, you know what people say, oh, you get rich and switch. No, like, bruh, I run it for my life. Like, literally, what are you talking about? <laughs> And not to scream and talk to you know, and yeah, not What? Yeah. When people tell me I rich and switch, I say, No, I literally say it because if you want to speak wealth over my life, I receive it. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and the do Bible it. tells me that I should have what say. whatever you say. So if you want to speak it over me, I receive it. <laughs> I want to make this last point, Raquel, and we're going to end with this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, don't, don't let loyalty become slavery. What? Oh, that's good. Don't let loyalty become slavery. Mm. What are you talking about, Marisha? What are you talking about? What am I saying? I'm saying this. I'm saying, don't be so loyal to the point where the situation, the circumstance, the relationship beats you into a place of submission. Wow. Mm. I don't believe that yeah. submission is forced. Mm. If it was, Jesus would have made us love him and made us choose him. So if the God of all creation gave me the ability to choose him, then there is no human, no demon, no angel, not, nobody with four feet, two feet, six feet, or nine. That can force me to be loyal. That can force me to be submit, submitted to something that I don't want to be submitted to. Mm. Force me. Because um, Jesus ain't do it. And, and um, just in case y'all didn't know, he, he is the authority on right. everything. <laughs> right? So <laughs> if God in his loving kindness says, no, I want to give my children, the ability to choose me, then who are you human that's forcing me to be a slave to you? What? Excuse me? What's happening here? 
Mm-hmm. What did I miss? Did I miss the demo? Did you, is there a new god out there somewhere? You want to no. tell me about him? Um, is he the same Alpha and Omega that I know about? Same one. So, same one. Um, take a look at the people that 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 are demanding loyalty from you, the people that you are loyal to. Take mm-hmm. a look and ask yourself, am I a slave? Why? Am I a slave? Is there appreciation for what I bring to the table? Um, or am I just supposed to do whatever it is that you want me to do? Boy, Marisha, a lot of what we bring to the table, it, it's, I think sometimes, you know, like when you were a child, uh, they, they fed the children something different from the adults. Because, oh, yeah. yeah, because apparently children couldn't appreciate Uh, the big big people food so that was really why because y'all don't you want one part of this good pork chop and intro no 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 no. you have this little dog sandwich right here so i think i think the thing with that is before you bring your loyalty to the table you need to evaluate the room uh raquel please say this evaluate the room man you can't just and i think and I'm, I'm very guilty of this, jumping into relationships, putting it all out there, and, and you won't test, you won't test the sturdiness of this crown. This like, you, you, you put all your eggs in this basket and you didn't test to see whether or not this, this was go hold. Because <laughs> I, I'm, I'm big as my cup is, it can't hold a, it can't hold a gallon of water. No, no matter. So we tried to no put matter. our whole gallon self in this little cup. And My so, God. Yeah. So when you want to talk about bringing your loyalty and your trust and all of these things, and you putting all of this in a person, test that man. Test that. Then Judge Lynn told us, say, watch it. And then you give him a little more, and then you watch it some more. And then you uh-huh. give a little more, and then you keep watching. You don't ever stop watching. And I think that's the thing. Like you stop paying attention and you miss a lot of little things along the way. So pay attention. Pay attention, man. <laughs> Open your eyes. Open your Mm -hmm. eyes. The reality is everybody, everybody is looking for some kind of loyalty in their life. Mm -hmm. A familiar relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's your girlfriend, it's a guy friend, whether it's your significant other, your fiance, your husband, your wife, whatever. You are looking for some kind of loyalty. What we want to leave our listeners with today. we want to say hey to our podcasters. Hey, hey out there. Um, <laughs> what we want to leave with the listeners today is never demand what you don't give. Cannot. It makes you a hypocrite. Cannot. So if you're demanding loyalty, make sure you're giving it. Mm-hmm. And make sure the place that you are, you are expecting loyalty from is, you know, actually the place where loyalty resides exactly <laughs> where loyalty resides you kind of know if loyalty resides there you can't. Oh, I, I say this all the time grape juice don't come from a top boo no need grapes you need grapes <laughs> I'm like uh, homegirls say you need the beating and the pressing oh yes yes so, so 
and that's a whole lot of preaching for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, you can't, you can't expect a loyalty. This is this is going back to what we said, and this is how we can close this show. Mm-hmm. If the root of the relationship was based mm-hmm. on somebody else's hurt and it's poisoned, if the root of it was based upon somebody's demise, like the forming, the foundation of this thing was, mm-hmm. was something unhealthy, you cannot expect to get good fruit from that. Impossible. It's poison. Mm-hmm. It's poison. So let's be careful. Let's analyze the source of our relationships, the root. What's the foundation of this coming together? What is it? Um, this person that I call my friend, why are they my friend? Some of us have friends. We don't even know why they are friends. We don't even know how we became friends with that person. No, you need to know that. Mm. Oh, wow. You need to know oh, that. Wow. What's, what's keeping this friendship together? Why? Yeah, if I can't figure it out. Then that you know what that means. Then that means that this is another thing that I'm allowing to sit in my life that I'm not being intentional concerning. No purpose. Taking up space. Ain't, ain't no space. Almost, almost okay. spring, y'all. Time to spring clean. <laughs> I'm cleaning up. So um, let's really, really be more intentional, more intentional, more intentional with our relationship. Listen, Raquel, it was so amazing to have you. Please, before we go, tell persons where they can find your blog, how they can get in touch with you. We definitely have your Instagram um, handle up so people can hit you on Instagram. But tell us the name of your website so they can go and check out your blog and all that good stuff before we leave. So that's just it. Everything Everywhere is my name, Raquel Sharon, my second name. And so everybody I talk to keeps like, why did you do that? Because then Jesus changed my last name. I'm not rebranding. So those two names are going to remain mine forever and ever. So those two, Raquel Sharon is my website. Um, Raquel Sharon is Facebook and Instagram. So you can find me in all of those places. And I usually reply on on the same day. (laughs) Well, then listen, my friend. It was so good to see you today. It was so good to see you today. I'm very jealous. I was supposed to be in Canada earlier this year, and I just... It's a pan... Can you can't move? It's a panorama. You can't go nowhere. No. 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 Help us, man. No. My God. <laughs> my God. Oh, my gosh. So, listen, it was so good. Wuhan. And like and I said earlier, we believe here. we believe God for the more that is coming for you. I receive it. Was, it. it is going to be great. I that receive that. Has for you is going to be great. Well, ladies, listen, that has been another wonderful, great episode of Girl Talk, y'all. It was so nice to have y'all tuning in. Thank you, guys. Your thank you, ladies, for your comments. For those of you who tuned in, for those of you who you know, shared the video. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week, Thursday. Next week, Thursday, I believe, let me just confirm here. I believe the topic for next week, Thursday is (laughs) he's just not that into you. (laughs) It's it's, going to be good. I have a guest coming in the studio that y'all are not going to expect. Y'all gonna be like, who, what, why? Anyways, 
it's been a great show. <laughs> it's your girl, Marisha, signing off until, well, I'm going to be back tomorrow, but signing off for Girl Talk. Until next week, y'all. We'll talk to y'all later. Find a try.